Bruce Lawn. The man with the with the number two, the number two album on the R&B <laughs> iTunes charts. Greg Cox, ladies and gentlemen. Put some respect on his name. Number two on iTunes. Man, congratulations, brother. The the, the album slaps, man. I've been listening to it. Uh, I've been listening to it so much that my son was like, can you you put something else on, Dad? We was driving back from basketball this morning. Bro, incredible. (laughs) This is our first time talking face-to-face. I've been following you on Instagram for a while. Um amazing work man yeah. amazing amazing work i was following the truth yes and, I, and I, he posted something the truth. tell us a little bit about your story uh where are you originally from how did you get into music um in in, in, in yeah it's talk to yeah, us yeah 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 so yeah we we haven't met face to face but this is the first time and it's all good and your energy is insane yeah so i'm loving the big intro and all that um Huge fan of what you do. Huge fan of like all that you contribute to the world and also to uh, Christian thought. You're, you're, Appreciate you're, it, brother. Okay, so um, music. My dad is a like a traditional quartet singer. Mm-hmm. So he basically went out on the road, toured a lot. My mom is a singer too, but she's very shy. Mm-hmm. Grew up in church. Grew up around musicians who were 10 times better than me. <laughs> and uh, I just found my place in, mm. in music production. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't play the best. You know, you can you can get the best musicians and make good songs. Mm. That's how okay. I got into it. Toured a little bit. Um, and then I, I, got, I, was, I got bored with touring as a keyboardist. And I started writing my own songs. Mm. Um, and then I started, uh, you know, just... In my hometown in North Carolina, doing shows, putting out music, mm-hmm. um, caught fire here. And I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. But be- best so thing you ever fire. did was move to Charlotte, right? That is true. <laughs> I'm like yeah. a fan, bro. No, like I like really listen to you, bro. I'm not capping. Like I bought the album today. <laughs> like I got bought it. I didn't stream it. I bought it. Y'all go buy it so we can maybe push this thing up to number one because that'd be crazy. Man, man, I would I would appreciate that. Yeah, we work really hard, man. But um, but yeah, so moved to Charlotte, and I was in a really small town, bro. I was in like mm-hmm. Wilson, North Carolina, really small mm-hmm. town. Shout out to Wilson two five two. But I had to get with people who were like actually using the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to get around people who actually like knew how to respond on an iPhone. Um, so once I did that, mm-hmm. things started to grow and to build. Um, and now we're, you know, we, we are where we are and, and God is good. And I'm, I'm content, man. I'm really, I really am. That's awesome. But, A couple of things I want to pull out from what you're saying. One, I want to get on this idea uh, and we can kind of ease into this, but I want to get on this idea of music for the church and music from the church. And I feel yeah. like you, you're kind of the best of both worlds in a, in a lot of ways, uh, but it definitely is, is not just worship music, if you will. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but two, you, you, you hinted at something. You said that you were a touring musician as a keyboard player and you weren't necessarily the best singer. So you leaned into the technology and were able to, to come out and like be the face of your own thing, which I think is incredible. And one of the things I noticed about your stuff out the gate and those of you guys like really go listen to the music is that the daggone vocal chain 
on your vocals. I don't know if you're oh, mixing yeah. your vocals or like what you're doing to your vocals, but they're so unique, man. And and, yeah. and talk about a little bit about that in terms of like maybe you're not the strongest quote unquote singer, but your yeah. stuff is at a quality that uh, is because you're leveraging technology and understand how music works as a whole. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, I, it took me a while to to learn my voice. I actually mixed my own music. Okay, and well have, done. Uh, and I uh, thank you. And I have Marcelo Pinnell master it. Mm-hmm. Okay, He's out in, uh, Nashville. Okay. So you know, I just found I found a formula that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I found like I tried, you know, chest voice. I tried like falsetto. I tried mm-hmm. like rapping voice i try you got to go in and just try a bunch of yes. things yes yes and once i found my sweet spot of um like sh- studying people like um anthony hamilton mm-hmm. randy newman um ray charles um these guys who aren't like phenomenal singers mm-hmm. but their voice had character mm-hmm. right so Randy Newman is the guy who's saying, who sings, you got a friend in me, mm. got a friend in me. So he's not really holding notes, like holding mm. a lot of notes. It's just mm-hmm. like very short. But when you listen to it, it's very distinguished. It's like, man, that feels good. That sounds good. The tone mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. resonates. Yeah. So studying guys like that put me in a space where I figured out how to use my voice and then just leverage that to make the kind of songs that, I like to listen to that. I like to mm. vibe to. So, did you ever uh, think that you would be doing lead vocals on a Kurt Franklin song? No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I still can't believe. I, th- I it was like the biggest trick ever. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like so. First, first off, when they reached out, the team reached out. Truth uh-huh. took my stuff there. Shout out to the truth. He took my shout out to Manny to his uh to his studio. Kirk heard it and was like, oh 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 ah uh, ah uh, oh oh I I I I like his voice. I yeah, like, I like, his voice. I, I, the tone, the tone. I, I, I like that. So they they ended up reaching out to me. How, how's my impression? Was that was that? Pretty? It's amazing. I didn't. I, I, you was in the groove. I didn't want to tell you how much I liked your your. Kirk impression, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, he and me, the team, he, uh, they flew me out to Dallas. I went in. I, I, um, I talked with them. He told, like, told me, like, who's listening to all my stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, your, 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 your favorite, my favorite song. You with uh, bigger dreams. Mm. I, I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, right? Mm-hmm. So we go in. He plays me the song. Eric Dawkins is singing. He's mm. killing. Mm. So it's. You know, he's singing, the government keep finding me, telling me I'm afraid for us. He's a bunch of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm listening to it like, you want me to do this? <laughs> so Kirk says, no, no, no. I know I can't, I probably can't say Nick. Can I say, I can't say Nick. Anyway, Kirk says, <laughs> I said Nick. I'm sorry. Did I say Nick? I'm sorry. Who do? Uh, all right. So, so Kirk says, Kirk says, no, 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 no,
telling me that they're gonna set the people free, but the power fall. So it's like it's just little small things that just mm-hmm. got a little, just a little sauce. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he loved it. Mm. I went in the booth. He was like, cool. I sung it the first time around. He ran out the studio. Mm. Wow. Like, he was acting as if Whitney Houston was in the vocal booth. <laughs> like, he was literally like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, my God, oh. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, Number one, I asked him in the studio when I was recording, before I did the second take, I was mm-hmm. like, bro, what is it about me? You could have called anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why me? He said, when I heard your voice, I've been looking for somebody to sing this song. When I heard your voice, he's, I knew that that was it. Mm. Wow. Now you gotta understand, as a young kid, he like, you know how people sing in the church. Mm-hmm, people sing. Mm-hmm. It's some of the best singers ever. I had a really bad experience where I tried to sing a song, and they told me to never sing in the church ever again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. I suck. I was trying to sing He's Able. <laughs> and, uh, I suck. It was, uh, it was really bad. I yeah. sung He's Able. You know, He's Able, they got like five different modulations. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 he's able, oh, and I'm mm. trying to sing all of that. It was, I was, it was really bad. Nobody wanted to hear it. So fast forward, when he said that to me, I was so used to like people calling me for keyboard. I was so used to people calling me for production. I was wow. so used to people calling me for writing that when he called me for my vocal, I could not receive it. I could not believe it. Wow. You know what I mean? So, um, so that's, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's, you say it a lot. Cause you, you're the guy behind the guy usually. Yeah. And you got the guy, Kirk, uh, icon, yes. legend in music yes. calling you and saying, I need your vocals on this record. And you weren't in a place where you could receive it. If you're finding this conversation valuable, give this video a thumbs up. So it's really interesting that you didn't feel worthy in a way to to to, to put your full vocal on display, yet there's evident, there's this anointing, there's this thing that's intangible. Uh, to, to talk about what it was like to kind of accept that and be like, all right, like I guess I'm, I'm gonna be the face now. It, it, was, a, it was affirming of everything that I knew um, that I knew God wanted to do, right? It was like some things God does and you know it was him, mm. right? It's like the last thing that I thought that would get me into a room with someone as great as Kirk Franklin would be my voice. Wow. And God, and God's just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm. Cause that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Wow. And it's, it's something where I know for the rest of my life, I know I had nothing to do with. Wow. I, there's no marketing skills. Mm-hmm. There's no PR team. There's no paid amount of money that I could have finessed or found my way into it. It was, it was literally God saying, 
this is what I want to do. And he wow. did it. So it's, it was scary at first, <laughs> you know, but now I'm just accepting like, okay, God, you do what you want. Mm. You know, one of those, definitely one of those moments. What's crazy about that song, Grace, is um, he played me that song and actually he played the end of that song mm-hmm. in front of me. He, he pulled everybody in the room and he said, oh, 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 what, y'all, what y'all think about this? What y'all think about this? And he played the end of Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. I seen him play. Oh, it okay. Okay. And we all just had a moment where we were like, did that just happen? Mm-hmm. Did we just see Kirk Franklin put the end of, of a song in front of us like that? And then he just looked at us like, what you, what you think? He's so humble, like mm. so open, so mm. like, tell me what you think. Wants everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's kept him at that point where he is not relevant. Yeah. Because he, he truly allows God to do what he wants. Mm. You know, and, and yeah. um, but anyway, I think I think in general, like it's been something that I know is God's plan. Yeah. Um, regardless of success or not, I know that this is something that could potentially um, be bigger than music for me. Yep. It could be a testament of something larger and greater for people to understand. The one thing that you may devalue, God will use to blow your mind. You know, my, my first introduction to hearing your voice was on Kirk Franklin's album. Then I hear you with, with, with Manny, you know, the truth. And then I get into yeah. your music and I'm like, yo, what's dope about Greg, Greg's music is like, I, I talk about this a lot. I was just highlighting my brother, Shad K. I don't know if you're familiar with who Shad K is. Shad K is an artist from Canada. Okay. So artist from Canada, rapper who is, uh, he's been out uh, for a while, right? He's been rapping Yeah. He's been while. out for a minute. Yep. He's yep. So he's, yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's a believer, follower of Jesus, and okay. he's actually beat Drake for the Juno uh, Awards out there. That's like their Grammys. You know, so w- from my understanding, the way Canadian music is set up is there there isn't this infrastructure of like evangelical or even gospel music where there's these markets or whatever. So Shad was just kind of in the general market, and I was saying how it was music from the church. It was music not, not just for the church, but from the church. And I feel yeah. like your music, when I listen to it, it's music from the church, but it's accessible <laughs> content-wise. And I think that's so beautiful. It, how much of that is intentional? How much of that is just you vibing and kind of creating what you want? Um, because I, I'm I'm understanding you have a gospel background and, and clearly you're a follower of Jesus. How much of that is calculated? Um, it's not, it's really not. I try to stay out of my head as much as possible, but I do, I do, um, I do make sure that like, cause the reality is, um, I still say I'm a, I'm a new Christian, but I, I was agnostic until 2014. Okay. Um, my best friend, KJ Scriven, actually led me to Christ. That's the homie. Yeah. That's so wild. What a small world, man. Yeah, yeah, I know KJ. Yeah, we were friends for a good while. Our first conversation we ever had on the phone was three hours, and we just debated mm. for three hours. I was kind of in a new age space, you know, thinking about 
energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in, I was there 2014. People okay. are just now getting there, but I was there 2014. <laughs> um, energy, you know, vibes, yeah. you know, um, African consciousness. You know, we're from Africa, bro. We got, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was on that. And we just debated for three hours, and then he led me to Christ in 2014. We met in 2012. I got baptized at our church that I'm at now. My pastor, Pastor Dorian Gray, mm-hmm. uh, just was instrumental in discipling me, telling me like the true essence of like this, you know, like what scriptures truly say, like what mm-hmm. parts of it is, you know, historical data. Some of it is poetic. Some of it is, you know, like teaching me all these things. Yeah. that I never knew growing up. So a part of it, a part of it is informed, right? Like a part of it is I'm just now informed on like what these scriptures and what these things mean. The mm-hmm. other part is transformation. It mm. is heart transformation, right? So it's like information and then it's like, oh, this is truly what has happened in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that I just want to share genuinely, um, and it's a conversation. So whenever I'm like creating music, it's really what's happening in my heart and uh, in my just emotionally at the time, and I try to just communicate that as honest as possible. I love that uh, you got a record on here called "Idiot" with Petey Pablo. How did that the come king. together, bro? The King. So, Petey yeah. Pablo DM'd me. Uh-huh. Those of you who don't know, Petey Pablo is a North Carolina icon, right? Yeah, legend. I'm from North Carolina, born and raised. So, he reached out to me on uh, on DM and we ended up talking. And he said to me, like, bro, look, I only want, I only want to know, I want to do the music with you. I want to know, I just want a personal relationship with you. Wow. That's what he said. That's crazy. I was, I just want to, I just like, you just seem like a really genuine dude and I just want a personal relationship with you. Hmm. So we just talked on the phone for like two weeks, three hours, like three hours. He from the church. He literally from, he's from the same area I grew up in. Okay. To buy to his mom. His mom was involved in the church, his dad too. Um, so we, we from the same area. When he shot the music video for North Carolina, come on everybody, he's up, that video. Mm-hmm. He shot mm-hmm. it on Capitol Boulevard. Me and my friends went to the spot that he shot the video at mm-hmm. to replicate when we were younger, like, because <laughs> it was just that big to us. Mm-hmm. So I had the song Idiot for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the dating scene, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you married, right? Yes, sir. Okay. so. The dating scene nowadays, it's it's insane. Like it's just it's, <laughs> it's I don't I don't even know. It's ridiculous. Uh and sometimes you end up feeling like you're just an idiot. And that's what mm-hmm. it was about. It was mm-hmm. about like the dating scene and uh, sometimes you get like you're interested in someone, sometimes you get ghosted, sometimes you get <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things happen. So mm-hmm. I wrote the song from that standpoint, and I, I was like, Petey, I think it'd be dope if you, if you got up here. Mm-hmm. I think this would be the record. Yeah. And I sent it to him. Two days later, he sent me that verse back. Wow. And I was like, 
Yeah, he he bodied that man. I was like, I, goodness, great. I forgot how nice this man was. I was like, some people just got the it factor, man. Yeah, yeah. Some people just got, and he did his thing. I didn't tell him what to do. I didn't tell him what to say. He did his thing from like natural, from his flow, and just yeah, like big things popping like a giant. It's a ride every time I touch down, touch down. When I heard that, I was like, yeah, I can't tell this man touch anything. <laughs> It was amazing. Who, so who's who's doing the production on your stuff, bro? Because not only is there like this unique vocal chain, but you wow, you're producing all this stuff. Like top to bottom, that's you composing top everything. Top to bottom. Wow. Top to bottom. Goodness, man. And and so I'm I'm on your YouTube right now, guys. If you aren't subscribed, please do subscribe. So it looks like your first like solo release was about two years ago. So you're 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 two years in at being an actual artist. Is that a fair 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 That's estimate? true. That's true. I mean I've made music before then, you know, but like actually putting music out and like really trying to mm-hmm. yeah. I would say And where do and, and where would you like to see things go? Like where is for for Greg Cox and, and you know for the folks who are watching this like how can we be supporting you? How can we be praying for you? What's the what's the what's where would you like to see this whole thing go? Because you're, you're still very early in the process. You know, like uh, 20,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. So this is still new. So what would you, what, what, what's like, man, things go to, you know, Lord willing, I would like to be in this spot. Um, I'm in an interesting space. I feel like um, I truly want people to feel um just inspire i don't really get into numbers a lot i mm-hmm. all i only get into numbers when it's like when i know it's something that could inspire other people right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what i would say is i love um integrating different demographics okay right um I, I just believe that Jesus truly loved and died for the entire world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to, he truly wanted to give himself to the entire world. So I feel mm-hmm. like for me, if I want to be like him, I can use the gifts that I have to grasp and, and, and inspire as many people as possible. So I don't, mm-hmm want to limit it to certain thing, nor do I want to set an expectation of where I would like to end up. But what I would like to do is to be able to make my music um, from my heart as genuine as possible to as many people as possible. Uh, if it's 300 or if it's 300,000, mm-hmm. um, I just, I just genuinely love to do music, bro. Like I just love to do it. And um, whether it's gospel, uh, whether it's uh, whether I'm performing at my local church, whether I'm mm-hmm. in uh, a theater with Pete and Pablo, mm-hmm. you know, I saw the footage. Yeah, the album release, or was the album release or just the sh- the show at? Uh, yeah, it was uh, the album the, release for because for my for Charlotte, I wanted Charlotte yeah. to hear the album first. Bro, it was it looked incredible. Like the 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 the, the venue looked full. It looked like y'all had an yes. incredible time. You was pulling people on stage, and yes. it was like, man, yes. this man is like, you know, selling tickets. You really out here pulling crowds, man. Well, you know, it's Charlotte. Charlotte got my back. You know, what I'm yeah. saying Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte, gonna, they gonna always. And it's like the thing is, 
I don't call them fans. Like, mm -hmm. if you see, if you go to my Instagram page, I don't have that many followers. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew every person in the crowd. Come on. Like, I can text them. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so it's not like, oh, I got fans. Yeah. No. no. Like, and the reason why I'm number two, and this is just giving secrets, the reason why I'm number two is because I know everyone and they bought my album. Come on. Talk about the significance of that. Well, it's just, it's just, it's not even about being anything other than who I truly am and people want want me to win and they just want mm -hmm. me to, they just want to support and um and that's what it is so like whether it's whether it's i'm in charlotte and i'm old and gray and my hairline is receding and my beard is gray and i'm and i'm still in charlotte doing my eighth album cool yeah you know um of course i'm gonna try my best to not be yeah. in that position <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but but if if that is the case then i'm content with that amen you know and amen. um but yeah I, yeah it's it's a blessing man it's a blessing for people to see the vision and see what i want to offer the world and want to give that uh support so however so, that comes however that looks it's cool it's so beautiful, man, because, again, you're just saying a lot, man, and, and, and you're, you're talking about being willing, not being willing, but, but being plugged into a local church, being under discipleship, under leadership. Oh, you're, you're talking about uh, playing in theaters, uh, a genuine connection with your fans, and really like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to put the input, I'm going to sow, and I'm going to work the land. And I'm gonna be faithful to what God has in front of me, and and God's ultimately gonna produce the 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 you know the harvest. And I think that's a beautiful way to approach it, because like you said, you know, when we start putting expectations and, and a five year plan and this this thing, you sure. can you can position yourself to be let down. But I think because of your heart for the very things that you talked about for God, for community, for your local area, for your church. I think God is going to bless that, man, and, and it's going to go beyond that. I mean, it's already, like, again, number two album on iTunes, guys. On, like, go go purchase this thing. I purchased it this almost morning. Almost at number uh, one. Almost at number one. Her is at number one. So how how incredible would it be if Gray Cox, who does, who, I mean, you, you're about to crack 10,000 followers. So it's not like you got this massive audience and you're yeah. under 10,000 followers. 697 subscribers on your YouTube with the number two album on the R&B yes. charts on iTunes. That's amazing, brother. Yes. Ain't that amazing? <laughs> and I know, I know every, I know all of them personally. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's like, there's this idea of like numbers, right? But the thing is, there's numbers and then there's engagement. Come on. Right? So if I have 9,000 followers, but all 9,000 of them know me, Mm -hmm. versus having 100,000, 200,000, and only 3,000, 4,000 of them are truly tapped in. Right. That's the difference. Yes. That's yes. what happens. And and for me, um, it's not a numbers thing. It's truly just organic growth. I'm not striving. Like when I call, when Kirk Franklin and his team called me, I was I I just did the third service because I'm I'm a music director in my church. 
Okay. We just did. We just finished the third service at my church, and I was mm. talking to a guy named Ben about his wife. His wife just passed mm. at, um, by the stage. Just talking to him about that, and I got the call. That's what I was doing mm. when that happened. Yeah. So when when you when you ask me about the future, I'm just like I'm just gonna be faithful. Come on. You know, to what I'm already doing, and there's nothing. There's nothing that I can try and reach for that I don't feel would be equal to or bigger than what God would want to do. You know. Wow. Anyway, the yeah. local church is like super important. I don't understand what you're doing. If you're not at a local church, I don't understand how you're Come living. On. Come on. Come on, man. Um, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I think of a proverb that says, uh, humility precedes honor. And, uh, and, and that's, and this conversation with you, brother, definitely drives that home, man, in terms of just your humility, your heart, uh, for people, your heart for the local church. Um, and I think that's why God's gonna, God's gonna position you in, in a really, really cool spot, man. And so I'm, I'm super excited. You know me now, bro. I'm in your corner. If you, if you, any way I could help outside of just playing your music every Friday. <laughs> People was in the chat like, yo, you finally got Greg on. That's so cool. And the, and wow. the timing couldn't have been better because I, I, I really, I didn't know, I know you, you're always releasing music, but I didn't know there was an album coming. So, like, when an album came, I was like, oh, like, this would be perfect to just tie in oh, what you're man. doing, man. Yeah. Dude, I'm a, I'm a big fan of you, big fan of what you're doing. Like, you always weigh in on beautiful topics, and you always have a crystal-centric, like my pastor says, a crystal-centric view. <laughs> uh, and it's always refreshing. And it's not like, it's, it's, it's like, I would be proud to, if, if I met somebody who was like new to Christianity, I would send them your YouTube. Oh, wow. Man, that means, <laughs> like, that means so much, bro. Yeah. Thank you. You, big bro truth. It's refreshing. It's like what we need wow. currently. So thank, thank you, you for what you do. And thank you for, uh, and I know it's hard. Like, bro, you're excellent. Like, I don't even know how you're doing this. I don't even know how you got me. Uh, you got, you had bombs, a video cues. I, I watched some of your videos, bro. And you be up here like, yeah, let me tell y'all something. You hit a button and be like, and what I thought about that was, <laughs> <laughs> how is he doing this? Who, who else is over there? Like, what's going on? It's amazing yeah. what well, your hand is. Yeah. It's bro, it's from the local church. Like I spent two years working at my local church. I was doing music uh with, with the breaks and then uh I paused for two years, went into my local church and ran the media department and then wow. transitioned from that back into doing music full time, doing it professionally in twenty fifteen, and then uh, I just got tired of traveling, you know, so at the end of 2019, I was like, I'm not doing no more shows if they can't bring my family out. Like, I'm not doing this, like, get in a van, drive around the country, sell merch. I'm like, I'm done. And, bro, I started, like, taking YouTube more seriously. And then the pandemic hit. And I had, a, I think in the same, like, two weeks, I had an interview with Marcus Rogers and an interview with KB and Amin. And then my YouTube, like, doubled overnight. Like, literally, I went from, like, 15,000 subscribers to, like, 35,000 subscribers within a week time span. And then it's wow. just compounded. And so, uh, yeah, so it, 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 I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me being willing 
to not just be plugged into my local church, but to be willing whatever whatever's needed in my local church. And that's how I learned video switchers and broadcasting and all this kind of stuff. And wow. I stacked that to this, man. So um, thank you for saying that, man. So it's interesting how, how our paths are overlapping that way in, in terms of, uh, you know, being for being for um, the local church, man, and, and a yeah. blessing and a covering in that. There's a, there's a lot there that I think people who aren't plugged in, I, I, I don't, I don't want to sound legalistic, but oftentimes are, um, are, are kind of missing out in a way. Oh, huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, my, my uh, I had, I had a, a prejudice uh, against, uh, like, you know, against white people for a very long time that I was unaware of. Um, a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma that I had unpacked until I went to my first um, small group mm. at this white family's house. They had a really nice house, and I was very jealous of their house. The fact <laughs> that their house was very nice and they were white, I hated it because um, I always felt like oh, white people got nice stuff. Here we go, they're gonna come over here and try and get me to talk about my stuff. And I ended up talking to them. Talked to a guy named Terry. Hopefully, he sees this. I shared Terry my story out in, the, in his backyard, and he cried mm. just hearing my story. I ain't even cried hearing my story. I'm like, why are you crying? I ain't cried about my story. How are you crying about me? Mm-hmm. Am I just emotionally unprocessed? Maybe I need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you in touch with my story? And I'm not. Right. It was it was a very weird experience, but he just hugged me, mm. you know, and. That's when I thought, and it was just me and him. And that's when I thought, oh, maybe I have prejudice issues mm-hmm. against like people based mm-hmm. on the experience that I had in the past. And, and that was healed through the local church, through that wow. opportunity was given to me through the local church, like through being connected to multi-ethnic, multi-generational yes. um, demographics where I'm yes. able to process through with a 68 year old white man who has compassion for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where else I mean, where, yeah. That's, I literally, I was going to say that where else are you going to be around so many different socioeconomic statuses, so many different racial groups, so many different just backgrounds all in, in potentially a lot of times the same small group besides yeah. a, a multi-ethnic church like that, man. Yeah. So that's, that's incredible. Besides y'all going and getting the record, which let's, let's get this thing to number one on iTunes, buy it on iTunes. We're not talking Apple buy Music. We're not talking Spotify. Buy that mug on iTunes. Any final words for the people watching this brother? Yes. I would say do it scared. Um, be very afraid. If you're not afraid, then you're probably just scaling through life. Mm. Do it afraid. Know that your purpose isn't something that has to be super glamorous. Know that your purpose is to love God with all your soul, your heart, your strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Come on. And you have assignments that are attached to you, um, but your purpose stays the same no matter where you are. I worked at Best Buy for five years, and I was living my purpose when I worked at Best Buy. Come on. Five years. I met some of the best people I ever met in my life. I watch Marvel movies to this day because of those five years that I spent out at Best Buy. Shout out to Billy, shout out to Jonas, shout out to Shane, who was my manager at Best Buy. And I knew I was serving a purpose there. It wasn't to get me to a certain point of destination. It was to conform me into the image of Christ 
and learn more about me and what God wanted to do through me. Mm. And I'm still living my purpose and it doesn't have to be something super glamorous. I'm not any more anointed than anybody on this call or watching. I'm not chosen more. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, we all serve the same purpose and it's all different assignments and we're all in this thing trying to be more like God and allowing him to, to push ourselves. So whether you're stay at home mom, single mom, single dad, work at Pizza Hut or your CEO, you know, we all we all serve the same purpose. But also know that God is is always moving. The question is, are we moving with him? Mm. And that's and that's where I want to be. I want to be moving with where he's going and what he's doing. And a lot of times where he moves, you 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 are it's in a balance of being afraid. Um, it's like him calling Peter off the boat, not to something glamorous. It's not always to something that looks Instagram well. Mm -hmm. It could be something that isn't seen. Um, like like I was for seven years at Transformation Church, just playing keys and MD. And I get a call from Kirk Franklin, mm. you know, just tending the sheep. Come on. I have to say. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Um, I don't have anything more profound. I think my brain cells are <laughs> Man, that was amazing. Oh, Ladies okay. and gentlemen, Greg Cox, pick up the album. If you can, do me that solid. I think you guys will love it. I think it's really well done. Subscribe to his YouTube. That's pinned up, and you can find his Instagram through YouTube. You're a bad man. Instagram. This man doing eight. Y'all don't understand. This man, man. doing eight jobs right now. Got man, I appreciate you, brother. Everything. Yeah, yeah, I got to got in here, man. Got to have in. Hey, you got it going on, bro. <laughs> man, thank you so much for calling in, brother. We got to have you on again. Um, hopefully, we could get together in person as well, man. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Cox, man. Thank you so much, yo. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Kingstream Entertainment, Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. If you found it valuable, please consider giving it a like and subscribing. You can check out one of the other videos related to this that'll be over here. Now I gotta tell you about a free training I have for anyone that is an entrepreneur, a creative, an artist, but maybe you are unsure on how to find your voice, how to find your niche. I have a free training in the description of this video. Check it out. Once again, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you and I will see you on the next video.